Welcome to the Biblical Eldership Podcast. Dave Anderson here with my good friend, Ben Haley. Great to be here. Ben is an elder, pastor elder at uh, Calvary Church in Inglewood, Colorado. Just 10 minutes north of you guys. Real close. We've been good buddies for a long time. Friends, ministry partners, and I just love you, brother. So grateful for you. You know, the first time I met you, I came to college. You were already, you were a sophomore. And I came at semester, which is always hard for a young, a young buck, right? I'm coming right, in. I right. come in first of January. I'm a transfer student. I don't know anybody. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll try to get to know my new roommates. How exciting. <laughs> and I saw you. You were, uh, I think you were doing your hair or something. <laughs> and I said, hey, Dave, so nice to meet you. I'm moving into your apartment. Maybe we could have dinner later. <laughs> and you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Let's be back here at whatever, six o'clock. And he didn't show up. <laughs> you were off cavorting around the campus. But the Lord is bigger than it that. It was the beginning of a great of a wonderful friendship, friendship many brother. years. Just grateful. So many memories. We've been talking about music in the local church. And I hope this has been helpful for those of you uh, tuning in, especially those of you who are elders or just overseeing this ministry, maybe also those who are actually leading it. I want to encourage you elders to pass this along to uh, your worship leaders to help them just kind of think through some of these things. But we talked about just worship leading as shepherding, uh, the importance of this, and really the elders' involvement of it in it. Uh, We talked about singing songs worth being sung, which, by the way, I just remembered this. Uh, We got to talk about the Psalms, the Psalter as the oh, Bible yeah. songbook, but yeah. let's just hold that for a second. <clears throat> Developing music leaders. And then uh, for today's episode, we want to talk about tips on building a culture of good congregational singing. Before we get there, uh, I've noticed, first of all, I, I've had a personal, not crisis, but just it's something I've thought about a lot. The Bible has its own songbook. Yeah. It's a songbook. Yeah. We, we read them, we preach them, mm-hmm. but they're hard to sing. And so I, I remember years ago, I found this book. Uh, I think it's called The uh, Psalter of David. And it, it's basically, I think the, some Irish church put together all of the psalms in common meter. Mm-hmm. So you could sing them. They had to change the words around mm-hmm. a little bit. But you could sing it like Psalm 1 to the tune of Amazing Grace or Sands of Time or Sinking. Like you could sing it with a familiar common meter song or some other. And it would be a way to sing the Psalms. Now, I just saw a couple weeks ago uh, MacArthur. uh, uh, What's that church? John MacArthur. John MacArthur. John MacArthur. Grace Community Church. So they have the hymns of grace. They just came out with... The Psalms of Grace, I want to say. Really? I haven't seen this. I I don't have my hands on it yet. Uh, I know there's some very Reformed churches, uh, maybe the Orthodox Presbyterian, I could be mistaken, but I know some in Ireland. That would only do this. They're only psalm-singing churches. Yeah, Which part of me, I I mean, I'm not suggesting we get there. Yeah. But I, I think there's something to be said about, yeah. I mean, Jesus sang the Psalms. He did. That's right. The Hallel Psalms after what? the Lord's Supper. Right. Yeah. So it, it, 
to me, it's at least worth asking. We want to be disciples of our Lord, following his footsteps. Mm-hmm. He's our mm-hmm. master. He's our rabbi. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm just kind of pontificating here, but any thoughts on psalm singing? Yeah. Do you guys do this? I mean, this? We, we don't um, in that sense where you're sort of singing them word for word. Um, Shane and Shane, I guess, has produced some songs. Or they, they've, done, they've done some psalms. Well, there. that's right. Psalmy. Yes. Um, or songs based specifically on a, a, psalm. a, a given psalm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think obviously the challenge here is that um, we don't know the melodies that they sung. <laughs> right. 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 And and we also lose a lot. We lose a lot when you go from Hebrew to English. Right. We lose so much of their meter. Right. Right. Uh, Rhymes, yeah, they're rhyming in ideas, not yeah, sounds, yeah. Well, and but but sometimes they were rhyming in sounds in the Hebrew words, right? But they don't rhyme in English right. when we translate it, yeah. You know, many of the Psalms are acrostics right. with yeah. the Hebrew, you know, the Hebrew alphabet. Try singing that, right? And so, a lot of the the artistic right. flair of the Psalms in ancient Israel, right. we we just don't we get don't that have. don't have because of the right. English. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. We're not ancient Hebrews. But I would say one of the ways that we can really incorporate psalm singing um, in a different kind of a context is um, is pick songs that are based specifically on psalms um, that other people have written. I would encourage if your church mm-hmm. has musicians like this um, or songwriters, task the songwriters in your church to to repurpose those psalms into new songs. Um, we've been trying to do some of this at our church where we'll, we will take a psalm and we'll say, man, how, what are the themes? What are mm-hmm. the lines in mm-hmm. this song that if we tweak a bit, we could just put right into nice. a new melody? Nice. Um, well, you use like an old melody, like a song everyone knows and try to put cuz that's easy. I mean if if you're singing yeah. a melody that uh-huh. is fami- amazing grace or something yeah. that almost everyone knows yeah it seems like that would be an easier way to do it instead of coming up with the known I, I think that's a I think that's an awesome awesome idea but you're There's, saying co- even come up with your own so- your own even melody. come up with your own I'll I'll put a little plug in for something called the verses project now I'm, I'm moving beyond just the psalms but the Verses Project is uh, run by a, a worship leader here in town. There's, I think, hundreds of songs on their website. And the the rule for each of these songs is that it has to be word for word a scripture. Love it. Now, it might just be one phrase. It's not necessarily a, sure. a, you know, a whole sure. stanza or whatever. Um, it could be one verse or two verses. Love it. But the whole song That's cool. is just... The scripture. Singing scripture. I mean, just singing beyond scripture. the Psalms, let's sing scripture. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Congregational singing. Let me just make a comment because here's my heartbeat passion. And you've kind of already alluded to it. But the main instrument with worship leading should be the the human voice and yeah. the congregational singing. Yeah. There's nothing worse than just some people up front you can hear and no one's singing. Yeah. That's yeah. that's terrible. Mm-hmm. We don't want, we want robust 
participation, mm-hmm. loud voices, mm-hmm. engaged. Yeah. How do you do this? How do you cultivate this? This is very good. I love this topic. Um, <clears throat> I, okay. I'm trying to think about how to order this in my mind. I, I will have some practical thoughts. Okay. But let me start relationally. Um, if you want to develop as a worship leader or, or as, a, as a, uh, a pastor elder team, you want to develop people who sing loud, robust singing on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. I think, number one, it's got to start relationally. And so here's what you don't want. You don't want a group of musicians that are hanging off by themselves in some other part of the church. They're like, you know, messing around in the youth room until right before service starts. And then they get up there and they're not really known by the congregation. And um, they don't really know any of the sheep out there sitting in the pews. Um, What you want is, is a high relationship kind of a culture. And so as a worship leader, there are many Sundays when I'm out there, I try to be out there either at the door or, or at the door of the sanctuary, greeting people as they come in. And I will be very explicit sometimes with people. Welcome to Sunday morning. Hey, Bob, it's so great to see you. Bob, it's the Lord's day. And I can't wait to sing with you. I want to hear your voice. When we go yeah, in there, I'm on it. guitar today. I want to hear your voice, Bob. Sing it out. And people laugh and yeah. whatever. But what I'm trying to do relationally and what we ought, all ought to be doing is preparing one another's hearts before we go in. Very good. This is a sacred thing. Are you ready to sing? Right. And people might not be ready to sing. So what a great opportunity even before a service to talk about someone's heart. What's mm-hmm. going on? Oh my gosh, you've come in and you just got in a big fight with your wife on the way to church. Let's, let's take a moment to talk about that before mm-hmm. we go into the sanctuary mm-hmm. and sing God's praise. So Excellent. The relational uh, component is really good. I think your your musicians and your singers, your worship leaders in particular, ought to know people, mm-hmm. be engaged with the with the congregation. Second thing, I would say would be this: um, ask yourself why people aren't singing if they're not. Great um, question. Great question. And here's a couple really common, really common reasons why. Um, we talked about this a few episodes ago. It might just be you've picked songs in the wrong key um, or songs that melodically are really hard to sing. Right. People just give up. They give up. Now You're asking too much of them. There's been some songs, as soon as it hits that key, I just am out. Yeah. Tap out. You're tapped out. You try to go low and it's awkward. It. Yeah. 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 So that's a, that's a big part of it. Second thing is, this gets into this, like that AV tech side. Um, do you have someone who's who's proficient at running slides? Hmm. Listen, I love for you slide runners out there. You need to know God sees you. That's right. <laughs> because That's here's right. here's what's true about the slide runner. Oh, right. The slide runner, no one knows he or she exists yeah. until they screw oh, up. Oh, it's true. And then you're the one who's who's bungled. Oh, right? everyone turns their head. They're looking back. Scorn. I mean, come on, how hard can it Kinda be? Like you're the just, sound guy. Yeah. yeah, you're just pushing a button. Right. So very practically, make sure that the worship leader meets with that slide runner before and goes, yeah, I'm going to go back to that chorus there. Like, yes. Make sure that you know. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I'm always working with my sliders on. This is a, you want a little nugget that will change the game. Here it is. Many slide runners are a little timid. Yeah. And so they wait too long. They wait too long. They wait until the congregation yeah. has, or yeah. rather the, the worship leader has started the next verse. Yeah. Too and late. Then, then they go, okay, good. That's, that's the yes. next slide. Yeah. 
And so the first line of every slide, the congregation is yeah. going, yeah. Where, 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 are we, where are we going? Where are we at? I'm no neurologist. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> but I think the human brain has the capacity to still sing the song while seeing the next verse up there. Totally. So we actually, slide runners, we need you to, to be maybe a second faster. Yes. My rule of thumb, switch slides on the last word of the previous slide. Oh, there it is. There's the rule of thumb. It's very, yeah. Excellent. No, that's very good. So uh, here's another reason. The, the music's too loud. We, we referenced this before. Yeah. If, I, if we're standing next to each other and I can't hear you singing, mm. it's going to discourage me from singing. Um, what goes along with this in a lot of very modern churches, and again, this is not like a, this isn't necessarily a bad or good. I'm just offering a, yeah. a you know, let's be thoughtful about this. If, if you're in a dark sanctuary and all the lights are out and I can't see you next to me, right. sometimes when we're in a church service that's dark and the music is very loud, here's what it might encourage is that personal aspect. Right. It's me and God, and I'm right. in the moment, and the music is moving me, and I'm singing these things, right. Right. but there's no awareness of those around me. I think we ought to err on the other side. Right. Let's keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Let's turn the band down a little bit so that I actually am very aware yeah. that this is congregational. We're together right. singing. Right. Personal worship is important, of course. Right. Um, so those are real practical things. Excellent. Um, as to why your congregation may not be may not be singing. This is just my opinion, and I'm no expert, but I think, uh, and I already alluded to it, but to have the con- to be able to in, in you, to, to be able to hear the congregation singing requires the congregation is actually singing loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, the, my own thought on this is that the sound guy needs to be aware of this because we want to hear it. We want it. We want the main v- instrument to be the human voice. Again, mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. And so we need amplification with the guitar, with the, I mean, we need that, but boy, it can be overdone to the point, like you said, where you can't even hear people. And uh, to me, the, the most powerful part is when, when there's a crescendo and I, I love it when the musician says, or the leader says, Hey, uh, no instruments in this last verse. Yeah. And you've got people just singing sing out. Yeah. That is to me the goal of, you know, as people are just worshiping mm-hmm. Christ uh, with their our voices and singing it out. So uh, the sound person is, is key in this, but also the worship uh, leader in directing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. The other last thing I would say maybe on this, this topic in terms of building a singing culture is is just being being very explicit with with exhorting and teaching, and we've we've already hit on this, but um, many times we'll open the services. You know, this is sort of like that traditional call to worship in, in maybe a more liturgical kind of a tradition, mm-hmm. which we aren't. We are everyone's liturgical. We're not sort of high church liturgical, but that's that's sort of what that's designed to do that call to worship let's read let's read a psalm about singing praise to god as we come into his right you know as the congregation gathers there's an exhortation there um i think explaining a lyric oftentimes encourages people to sing Mm -hmm. um if you just take a moment to say here's let me read you the chorus that we're about to sing 
Um, it says this, this, and this. It comes from this scripture. Church, isn't that, isn't that a glorious truth? Isn't that worthy right. of us singing that really loud? Right. Okay, that, that took me t- 10 seconds to say. Right. But it's, it's, it's shifted them out of maybe yeah. that going through the motions here we are yeah. on a Sunday into, wow, yeah. that is worthy of being sung. Right. I ought to, I ought to yeah. sing that really loud. That's leadership. You're, yeah. you're bringing leadership to. And then, and then I think we teach by example. So, um, you know, if whether that's the people on stage or even the other pastor elders, man, I love seeing the, the pastor elders in those first couple rows, ready to hear God's word and singing loud. Yeah, right. Man, there is, that's something powerful. The congregation's looking at that going. Modeling that. Yeah. They're modeling loud singing right um and over time people learn even the people that are that are more timid yeah if they're surrounded by loud singers they'll they'll get there i just saw on twitter you and i love mark dever and uh capitol hill baptist it was mark dever (laughs) that's how alex pronounces it (laughs) i know i make fun of him for that (laughs) alex we hope you listen to this it's mark dever 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 er uh, but his church, Capitol Hill Baptist, they've got a great culture of yeah. of singing and just yep. hymnology and uh, cult, you know, going through different hymns. But I, I've seen just clips of them, maybe with him and eight other guys in an office, you know, just practicing hymns, singing hymns. Yeah. So I think another aspect of this is 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 cultivating maybe in family worship or home groups or wherever For the sure. con- if, yeah. you're, if you're yeah. gathering together in smaller groups. Uh, sing, have singing be part of what it is you do. Um, and that, that lends itself to congregational singing as well. It doesn't feel weird. It's not weird. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. We come together, we sing loud. Mm-hmm. And even in that, you know, you mentioned looking around, uh, you know, in that clip this week, uh, of, uh, you could see Dever kind of in the front, but they're, they're looking around and people are just singing their hearts yeah. out. But there's something about the joyful aspect of here we are together and we're praising the Lord. And like you said, there's, there's a personal individual aspect to, to our Christian lives, but, and that can happen throughout the week. But when we come together, uh, it's not wrong to look around, to hear each other. Yeah. Obviously, it's in all things that Christ might be preeminent. He's, he's, he's the audience. Uh, he's who, who we're worshiping. Um, but but this whole element of, of being together, singing together, yeah. this is such a gift from God. It's so encouraging. It we need it. Yeah, we absolutely need it. And I mentioned this several episodes ago, but I mean the two like tentpole texts in the New Testament about singing, Colossians and Ephesians, you know, let the word of Christ dwell richly within you, be filled with the spirit. And, and what is the first result of being filled with the spirit that Paul mentions mm. is singing. Right. Singing is the overflow right. of that indwelling Holy Spirit in us, and and we all we sing to one another yeah. in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. Yeah. There is such a powerful. This is us. Right. I hear you right. repeating God's truth right. through what you sing, and you hear me. That builds us up as and, Christians. One aspect of this is it's not just an the Christian life is not just an intellectual thing where you come and affirm a doctrinal statement. Right, it's emotional. Yes, the Psalms are emotional. 
the Christian life, and, and you may be a person who you're not naturally more emotional. Maybe you're naturally more cerebral. That's fine. We're all we have proclivities in different ways, but but part of the Christian life is emotional. It has mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And singing is a is a mechanism for us to express our hearts. It's it's not an optional. It's not like, well, some churches are more into singing and, and some churches aren't. No, you need to be into singing. Yeah. Even if you're not naturally, this isn't a natural gift for you. This is something you cultivate for the sake of your own soul. Totally. Yep. You don't want to be the the frozen chosen. There's just <laughs> I'm sort of unmoved, yeah. totally unmoved emotionally by yeah, no way. you know these right. these wonderful doctrines no, no. that are that we're singing these songs. I mean, arguably, if if you're not moved, and I'm not looking for emotionalism, right. but if we are unmoved emotionally, right. that's a problem by the truth of God's word, yeah. particularly in, in in the preached word and in singing. The, yeah. What's there's a, there's something that is that is disconnected between your heart and your head. And I think God is about saying, I want, I want the holistic you. I right. want engage your emotions in these things. Don't be led right. by them, but my gosh, yeah. we ought to weep with joy over these truths. Right. right. Um, so yeah, that's congregational singing is is one of the ways we do that. Amen. Well said, brother. Thanks, Ben, for wonderful to be here. Coming on and talking about these things. Hope this is helpful uh, for you. There's certainly a lot more we could discuss, but this has, I think, been a good a good number of episodes and just thinking through uh, the worship ministry in the local church. Hope it's served you well. Thanks, Ben. Biblical Eldership Resources is committed to equipping church elders to help them be effective, godly leaders of the church. Please consider donating to the ministry so that we can continue to provide essential eldership resources for church elders around the world. To donate, go to biblicaleldership.com.